0: So, uh, a couple weeks ago, um, my wife uh, started feeling a little ill, having some symptoms. She was thinking and hoping, I think, that it was more of a cold, and as the symptoms progressed, she started feeling the achiness in her body, the uh, fever, the chills, uh, mixed with some hot times as well, but... um, you know, these, these symptoms, are the things that our body goes through kind of warns us about um, things that are coming, what you're going through, and everybody knows that when you start uh, with that fever and the achiness in your body and all these different things that more than likely you have the flu, and it is flu season still, people are still getting the flu, um, so we kind of, we're aware of these symptoms, uh, you think of other things that your, your body is trying to warn you that things, something's about to happen uh, maybe you experience tightness in your chest uh, tingling, uh, lightheadedness, fatigue these different things um, abnormal heartbeats you may be experiencing a heart attack so what, are we, what do we do when these things happen? well we go to the doctor, we, we, we go to get help if we're having a heart attack we head to the emergency room Maybe not if you're a Fleming. We've uh, figured that out. We try to wait a little long uh, uh, to to go uh, get help uh, when it comes to our health. Sometimes maybe we're we're a little stubborn, more stubborn than others. But these are (laughs) thank you, Brother Dennis. These are things that you know your body tells you these things, and you see these symptoms. And a lot of these things, we know what's coming when we see these symptoms. ...and we go to get help. But why is it that when we start showing symptoms of spiritual sickness... ...that we try to keep it to ourselves? We try to hide it from others. We try to handle it ourselves. You need help. If you're going through symptoms showing that you're sick spiritually... ...you need to find the help that you need. It's just like your physical health. You go to the doctor... When these types of things come up, you need to be seeking help from your brothers and sisters in Christ, from the Word of God. In this lesson, uh, what I want to do, I want to look at four different things um, that I believe are symptoms, things that we can look at, things that we can Find, if, if these things are going on in our lives, that we may be spiritually sick. And what I want, want to encourage you to do is look at yourselves. And if you find yourselves in these situations, I want to encourage you to get help. Don't try to handle it yourself. Don't try to ignore the symptoms. Um, you need to seek help. And these things that, that I'm going to talk about are probably things that most of us have uh, experienced at some point in our lives. I know personally um, I have as well. So I don't want you to think that you're alone if, uh, if maybe you're going through one of these things. Others have been through it. Others have experienced these things. Others can help you get the help that you need. I want to start off looking at the first symptom being a loss of spiritual desire. You know, when you think of the word desire... Uh, The definition of this word is to strongly wish for or to want something. And you know, I understand that we shouldn't live our lives based on just feelings. But there's a difference in doing something because you have to and doing something because you want to. And... uh, When it comes to your spiritual life, the things that God asks you to do, the things that we see in God's Word that we're supposed to be doing, if we find it a struggle to do these things, and maybe we're still doing them, but we're not really into it, our heart's not in it, we're just going through the motions. If you find yourself in this situation, I believe this is a symptom of spiritual sickness. Isaiah 29 and verse 13 says, And the Lord said, Because this people draw near with their mouth and honor Me with their lips, while their hearts are far from Me, and their their fear of Me is a commandment taught by men. You know, you may have been taught how you're supposed to live your life, how you're supposed to go to church, how you're supposed to, to act when you're around people. And you may be doing these things, but it's a drag for you. You may be, you know, saying the right things, but your heart, this verse talks about is being far from God. Maybe you're here every service. Maybe you're singing songs. You're, you know, involved in things going on, but your heart's not in it. You're just going through the motions. I've been there. There's been long periods of time in my life where I was just going through the motions. I was taught to do Certain things, every Sunday morning, I'm supposed to go to church. Wednesday nights, I'm supposed to go to church, and I did that. And yes, it's great, even when you're going through those times of um, not having that desire, it's great to still be here, because eventually it may pick you up and get you back in it. But these things are things we need to look at and realize that if, if you're going through this, you need help. This isn't something to ignore. don't ignore the symptoms find someone to talk with to pray with to study with because if you ignore the symptoms these things can turn into more and you'll start seeing other symptoms and can get you, and can pull you further away from from God get help the second Symptom I want to look at this morning is having a weak prayer life. You know, I believe this is one of the, um, the biggest ways that we can find that we're struggling is if you look at your prayer life. You know, when, when I found myself in certain situations where maybe I was just going through the motions, you know, there'd be sometimes days at a time where I didn't even think to pray. Or... I'd say a prayer and it'd be the same prayer that I that I always said it's just going through the motions and saying the same thing. And I believe prayer is one of the most important things in a Christian's life. In Matthew chapter 6 verses 5 through 8 it says and when you pray you must not be like the hypocrites for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you that they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Do you pray... Just so people hear you, just because you're asked to? Do you just see how long of a prayer that you can pray? And you don't even really realize or care what you're saying? Do you pray just to check it off your list and say, That's something I did today, I prayed? Do you repeat? your prayers word for word and say the same things every time and it's just out of habit. Do you go days without prayer? I think that all of these different things are signs of spiritual sickness. But you know, when something bad happens, you should pray. When something good happens, pray. When you have maybe a big decision that you're, you're looking at, that you are fixing to make, pray. When you're studying God's Word, pray. When you're tempted, pray. Prayer is a import, an important thing to a Christian. It's our way to communicate with God through Jesus. Jesus. And I believe that when we struggle with our prayer life, when we're having a weak prayer life, I believe that this is a symptom, something that's showing us that we're spiritually sick. And again, if you let it go without treatment, it will get worse. Get help. Treat it now. The next thing I want to look at Another symptom of being spiritually sick is old habits and lifestyles resurface. Maybe you start doing things that you used to struggle with. You're, if you look in Second uh, Peter two and verse twenty two, it says, "What the true proverb says has happened to them: the dog returns to its own vomit." And the sow, after washing herself, returns to wallow in the mire. And this is how we are sometimes. Those things that we put off in our past, that that we've done away with, that we struggled with, you start seeing some of these symptoms come back up and maybe you start dealing with these problems again. And I believe this is a symptom of spiritual sickness and I want to encourage you to get help. Everybody has that thing that they struggle with. Yours may be different than mine, but everybody has something that they struggle with. And if these things start creeping back up, and it's, there's a difference between working on something, struggling through something, and living in it. But when they do start creeping up, get the help then before it turns into the same habit that you were doing and you're living in it again, I want to encourage you to get the help you need. Don't ignore the symptoms. You know, we'll get back to that. Let's look at the last one this morning. The last one I want to look at, another symptom uh, that we can look at to know that we're spiritually sick is that we stop spending time with godly people. This uh, is one that I may not have struggled with as much. There was probably um, some opportunities that I skipped out on because of where I was at times in my life. But if you stop spending time with godly people, you're losing that good influence in your life. And it just makes everything else in life harder to deal with. I want to look at a couple of verses with this one. 1 Corinthians 15 and 33 says, be, Do not be conceived. Bad company ruins good morals. If you find yourself spending more time with worldly friends, worldly people than your church family, I think this is a symptom of being spiritually sick. That leads to, you know, if you're with these other people who are making poor choices, uh, going to the wrong places, doing the wrong things, saying the wrong things. If you're spending time, more time with those people than you spend with your church family, you may have a problem. The verse says, bad company ruins good morals. It, what they do will affect you and what you do and can lead back to those old habits and lifestyles that you used to deal with. Then the next verse, Proverbs 27 and 17, iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. When we're here, when you're with your Christian family, that's when we're able to help each other. You have good influences around you. You're able to, uh, you know, it's, it's a whole lot harder to do something wrong when you're with your Christian brothers and sisters. And if you stop spending time with them, it makes it easier for you to do things that are wrong. Have you stopped spending time with your Christian friends? With your brothers and sisters in Christ? If you have, it may be a symptom of being spiritually sick. There is a, uh, an old saying and I can't tell you for the life of me where it comes from, but there's, there's a saying that says drastic times call for drastic measures. And the Bible talks about um, if something, if your hand offends you, to cut it off. If your eye offends you, to pluck it out. Drastic times call for drastic measures. I don't know that... We should literally be plucking out our eyes and cutting off our hands. But I want to encourage you today. If these things that we've talked about or maybe others are things that you see in your life, a loss of spiritual desire, your prayer life being weak, old habits and lifestyles resurfacing and spending less time or no time at all with with godly people. I want to encourage you to do something drastic Drastic times call for drastic measures. It could mean not hanging out with the same people that you hang out with. It could mean finding a brother and sister in this room to open up to, to tell them what you're dealing with. That might be your drastic this morning. It's easy for us to try to hide something, there's embarrassment. There's being ashamed of what you've done. But your drastic this morning may be opening up and sharing that with somebody. And I want to encourage you, don't ignore the symptoms, but get the help you need.